What's happening? This is Poder Podcast. Your host, Sergio Lagunas. On this podcast, we feature influential and powerful leaders with their own unique stories on art, music, education, and influence. So listen to these stories to find out their source of poder. So we have today Cristina Brophy all the way from Camarillo. We are sitting in her studio in her very creative space. So go ahead and tell us where did you see yourself? Uh, how did you envision this place to become what it is right now? I took a tour and I'm very excited to know all of the projects that you get into here in uh, Ventura County. Okay, well, I actually ended up in this office because I started working with a photographer who liked what I was doing and wanted to bring me into the studio. And um, basically, the, the guys here, they do video, uh, photography, um, and they just had a big space and they wanted to do something creative with it. So I actually do uh, marketing and events. So I started, um, I kind of fixed up the studio, made it more uh, presentable because it was with, you know, like five guys. I just I fixed it up so um, other entrepreneurs could use it um, to have a space to have their own events, and um, I meet just most of my clients like for marketing and events here as well, and um, it's been pretty good. All right, so there's this huge branding that caught my attention that said, you know what, you need to interview her. She's making moves in Ventura County. Not a lot of people are brave enough to do that. Tell us more about the Ventura County Networking Group. What is all of that about and how did it come about? So the Ventura County Networking Group, I founded about um, about like four months ago, actually. My first event was the Ventura County Women's Empowerment Expo. So that was an event that I had uh, here in Ventura County. It was to, it was, it was an event that I wanted to have. Like, I know that there's a lot of events here, but I didn't feel like there was anything that focused on making this community a better place. Um, there was, I didn't really feel like there was like anything inspirational and I got like the idea, I would travel out of Ventura County to other cities to get, to go to like mot motivational and inspiring events. And it, it just, it honestly, it motivated me to, to bring something out here. What I did was like, I was like, I wanna have this event that could inspire people in, in multiple areas. So one, I, I wanted to cover um, domestic violence and abuse so I found a speaker who went through it I wanted to cover cover suicide suicide and depression I wanted to cover um, cover self self-worth and um, I just found the I found the people to do it but I think starting now I didn't have the funds to I, mean, I had it at the Ventura Beach Marriott so I didn't have the funds to put it together and I was like how am I gonna put this event together you know with not a lot of money and um, I had a lot of friends that are entrepreneurs that you know they were really really trying to market their business so I was like maybe if I get them to like you know to contribute to the event they could use it to to promote their business so I started um, reaching out to my friends that own businesses and I was like do you want to like sell your stuff at an event and they're like yeah I'm like okay well it's gonna be you know X amount of dollars and they're like okay you know they were happy about it and so I just found other businesses that wanted to be a part of it I really want to keep my event um, revolved around businesses that actually 
are going to help you know help the community so i covered areas i had vendors that had products that were products or services that had to do with counseling um health wellness and actually and it was all i forgot to add this part and it was all female vendors so i have i have i had about 75 uh female owned businesses at the event uh we had a a little over six we had like around six to seven hundred people so after i did that event I just got a lot of good feedback from not. I got good back, good feedback from the speakers, from the vendors, from the people t- that attended, and they just thought it was, it was, it was so amazing. They're like, "What's your next thing?" And I, I didn't know. I was like, it, I mean, the event was so huge. I was like, "Oh, I definitely don't want to do another one anytime soon." Did you have anything planned after that? Like, okay, I'm gonna have this event, and then I'm gonna have everything else, or no, did it I, just come organically from I, people? It, it came organically. I, like, so I remember literally, I wanted to have it like at a church. And I was, you know, I went, I was expecting like, you know, maybe 20 people. And I think the more that it, the closer that it got to it, the more people that wanted to get involved. And, um, you know, and it didn't only help, like, I mean, the topics that I covered, um, it didn't really, it didn't only help like the people that were listening, but like the people that were telling their stories. A lot of the, a lot of them who spoke, it was their first time telling their story. So, um, it was nice that they were just like, wow, this actually helped me speaking about it we actually we had a girl who was in a um an abusive relationship and she had never like told her family about it and um i think instead of like instead of going to her family for help like she was kind of scared to like talk to them so she stayed she stayed away and like her family never knew why and so they knew she was performing at the event i don't think they know specifically what she was gonna perform but um you know she kind of told her story about the, the abusive relationship that she was in and afterwards she had messaged me and she was just like thank you for giving me an opportunity um that this was the first time like I ever told my family and like I do it like through poetry and I never like I never you know thought I'd be able to tell them and it's just so relieving and you know they told me that they were upset with me because I had never told them but I didn't know how so this was my way of telling them so it was kind of like therapeutic for her she wasn't only helping her family but she was helping anybody else that was like going through the same situation from her so like that was really touching for me and I just got so many like so much positive um feedback from it I was just like I I need to keep doing this so um I started that's why I started the Ventura County Networking Group so it was it's a I I started doing it monthly now I'm gonna do it um every two months um but it's a way of these people to stay connected and um It was funny because when I first did this event, when I first did the Women's Expo, Mm -hmm. none of these people knew each other. Like, nobody knew each other. And then at my first networking event, everybody everybody was sitting together, and I was just like, how do all these people know each other? And I'm like, oh, it's because, like, the previous event. So um, I started the networking mixer, and um, in doing that, I I I made another connection with another girl. She was like, I want to learn how to, like, do events. I want to collab with you. And so now wow. we're doing the Ventura County Health and Wellness Expo this week, this Sunday. And, um, you know, I'm just making so many other connections, like in the health and wellness world, in the health and wellness uh, field. So that's kind of how it got started. Wow, that's very inspiring. It sounds like a lot of uh, creative expression and empowerment and co-powerment and networking, uh, getting each other's backs putting people together that would have never connected ever 
because maybe they didn't have that that outlet to go out there and say you know what that's a place where I can meet other people like myself and you told me earlier about business and women empowerment tell me more about that vision of empowering women to grow their businesses or even start a business I think I fell into that as I was planning this event because I know like having this event like businesses don't want to work with you unless you're an established business so I was like okay well I need to get a business license I went and got my business license I need business cards I went and got business cards I need a website so the web design person was just like it's gonna be a twelve 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 hundred dollars for your website and I'm like okay I don't have twelve hundred dollars to do a website to be a legit business and it I think the money thing is kind of what was just like, man, I can't do this. I can't do this. I ended up, and then I, I remember I was just like, okay, just, you don't need a website. Try, you know, try something else. So then I ended up, I would continue to like look for different businesses, entrepreneurs um, to involve in the event. And I ended up going to a marketing company and they, um, they're like, oh, we, we, we like what you're doing. You know, they gave me good prices on business cards, uh, flyers, and I kind of like stuck around there, started doing work with them, and I learned how to build websites on my own. And like, once I once I learned how to build it, I was like, I was like, it shouldn't cost me $1,200. Like, it shouldn't stop me from like, feeling like I'm legit or I'm this or that because I don't have it. And I learned how to do it myself, and once I learned how to do it, and um, I was just like, I need to show other people that you know that you don't need to have all this money in the world to be a legit business so when I would find vendors a lot of the women that I would approach are like I don't want to do it because I don't have business cards I don't have websites and so like having the connection that I made with the marketing company I was like I could get you business cards I could get you this and a website I could help you do like the website and I think um, you know and I would help them like I would build their web I would build their websites for them and when they would like see that like it actually all came together it made them feel so um and we just made them feel like so legit and it made them feel <laughs> like they were you know a, a business which which they were hold up how do you define a business you keep saying like a legit business what is a legit legit business i think to you? i think a legit business is a business that is has an well to, to me a business is somebody who has a business plan that's has a marketing plan has people who are starting up whether it's like a consultant or a, a you know a distributor if they don't have a storefront like they they don't they don't if they don't have a storefront or they don't feel like or an office i think sometimes it like makes them feel like less about themselves to, to me a legitimate business is you're making money you have a plan you know you're uh, but to some to some other people that are you know a lot that are a lot more established and successful and make all this money it's like they don't really want to work with you unless they know, you know, they're like, okay, what's your, uh, what's your business address? Or, you know, not everybody has one. So, um, I think, yeah, I just know that that stopped, that stopped people. They're like, we don't have a banner. We don't want to go out, you know, and have a table at your event if we don't have a banner. Um, so I found ways just because I had the ends with the, the marketing company, I would give them my discount prices and I would like hook them up and, um, you know, and then I remember, I remember this girl, she was like, she's like, I don't have cards. I don't have flyers. I don't have this. And she's like, I don't want to do it. 
Um, and I was just like, I sat down with her and like we did bullet points. We're like, okay, we're going to get this, 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 and this. And um, she's like, okay. And then I didn't hear from her. And then a week before the event, she's like, she's like, okay. She's like, I think I want to do it. I want to, like, she's like, I want to be a part of it. So we got her stuff like last minute. And then she was out there and she was at the event. She was talking to people. She was smiling. She got so many clients. And she, I mean, she just looked like she knew what she was doing. Like it wasn't her first time. And it was a lot of the girls' first time that um, that were that, that were at the event that were actually out there like doing something. So I know for me, like I've been to events, networking events, and the majority of the people there are older men that are successful. And sometimes it was even intimidating for me. It was intimidating for me to like be at these events, even though I kind I, I knew I knew what I what I was there for and what I wanted to do. It could get it gets intimidating. I gotta ask you a question. I ask all my guests on the show is what is your source of poder? Where does that inspiration come from? Where does it derive from? A lot of people say their parents, their family, their significant others. Uh, for you, what would that source be? I guess I could say it's, it's may come from my family just because I've, I've been on my own since I was like 16 years old. I would hang around with a crowd that was more into like partying and drinking and stuff. And then I got to like a point where I was just like, okay, I'm getting tired of the same thing. I'm getting tired of, you know, wasting money on this. And I wanted to, I wanted to try something different. So that's why, like, that's why I, I started going out to LA to different events that were, I would like go on, I would go on um, online and be like motivational, inspiring events. It was just something different. And I was the type, I was the kind of person that would go, I wouldn't go places unless I was like in a crowd of like 10 girls or more. But when I had said that I wanted to try something different, um, nobody wanted to come with me. Like nobody wanted to go to anything motivational, inspirational. And I was like, I was like, this is good for us. Like, let's try something. And so like, after I went, like I was just, there was just one speaker at the event that was, I don't even remember her, her exact words, but it was just like so inspiring. And I was like, my friends need this, like they need this. Once I went to that event, it, it kind of changed me. And I think since then, I've always just been on this path to like try to guide other people to just listening to somebody who's motivating, listening to somebody that's maybe been through something that they've been to, that, that's uh, been through the same situation that they've been in. And yeah, I've honest, honestly, and this was, this was probably like last October. So like, I could say I, I did a complete like 360 on from who I was before to like to who I am now. I think in like my previous like childhood, like I mean as a woman, I mean I've been through like so many I've I've probably been through everything there is to go through. And so I at my events I'm not like I don't like to speak. I, I usually look for people that have been through the same thing that I have been through to to share their message for me. I and t still to this day like I get nervous like going on stage and you know, sharing my story, but I I really find the people that, you know, have went through the same thing, and I really try to provide, like, the resources and help um, for the people that need it. Do you think you will ever step up to the microphone and in the crowd and... Well, I do, but... You tell your story? <laughs> no, no. I think eventually. Give me, like, give me, like, two or three years. I, I should be good at it, but... Hey, I'm, I'm talking on this microphone right now, so this is, <laughs> this is a start. And it's going to go public. <laughs> Okay, and uh, there's another question that I like to ask my guests is, what are some closing remarks, very inspirational message that you want to get out there for all, all the people listening to your story today? 
I'm like an idea person, so I always have an idea, an idea, an idea, and sometimes I'm like, I think I'm crazy because I have all these ideas, <laughs> but my crazy ideas, I, I get them for a reason, and I think um, there's a lot of times, and honestly, I think we get um, ideas and people try to make you feel like you can't do it, you know, and I think when I started planning this event, actually, I had told my, I had told my grandma, I had told her that. I was like, I think I want to do do this, and she's like, No, like, what do you want to do for like a real a real job? And I was like, This is when I this is what I want to do. Like, this is a real job. And so like, I think hearing that it kind of made me feel like, Dang, like I can't do it. But I mean, I started this, I started this like last year, and I I I left my full time job. I mean, I do events, I do marketing like full time, and I love doing it. So I guess my message would be, is even if people like make you feel like you're crazy for doing like what you love, just to keep doing it. Um, I mean, because as long as you're doing what you love and it makes you happy, then, you know, you're set. Thank you for listening to Poder Podcast, the podcast con poder. I am your host, Sergio Lagunas. Music is produced by Brian Navarrete. Please follow us on all social media channels including Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, and you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, this is Poder Podcast. Poder.